Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week, in preparation for Sabbath, February 25th, we look at Lesson 8, Planning for Success. Together, let's see what happens when the Christian places Christ at the center of planning financially. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. All right, here we are, Michael, Lesson 8, Planning for Success. And our memory text comes from Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 and 24, New King James Version. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. I like that. That just oozes of the sense of enthusiasm and passion, right? Yes. Heartily. Heartily. (laughs) I don't know why I think of a hearty meal when I hear that, but, you know, same concept, right? I'm thinking old spaghetti factory buster. (laughs) Ah, let's go. Give you a hearty fortune. (laughs) All right, Michael, let's uh, go ahead. It's all about planning for success. I guess that's our topic for today. So yes, and it goes to first things first. Boom, let's do it. Let's do it. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1 is our text. Uh, I think this will be familiar to most of our listeners. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. And so this is, uh, you know, just, I think, a a poignant reminder that uh, uh, talking about first things first, priorities, priorities in life. And and when you place uh, God as that first priority in your life, especially as a the younger you are, you know, the more you have an opportunity as you mature and grow. Uh, to kind of keep keep those priorities, those spiritual priorities um, on track uh, in your life. And I think yes, that's, that's really vital here. And the story we have, um, you have uh, uh, the story of Jacob uh, and Rachel and uh, how he ends up um, meeting her, right? And right. and. So he goes out and, and, and I, I think this is kind of related, but also the aspects that pertain to, um, you know, just relationships. And this is, you know, whether it's marriage or any other kind of relationship, uh, all of these things kind of uh, go together, right? So, yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, first, that's first things first. I guess we better get to second things. So the blessing of work. <laughs> You know, this, <laughs> hopefully you enjoy your work, right? Hopefully you do. And this was, this was talking about it, um, saying that hopefully you enjoy your work, but it's also talking about how work is a benefit to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's going to talk a little bit more about that here later, but, but Genesis two uh, 15, this is, uh, what God is giving to Adam and I say Eve as well in there. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. So there's purpose, and this is before the fall. Uh, the the lesson is bringing out uh, that there was work for Adam to do even before the fall. We also see that he took out time to name all the animals, uh, to tend and have dominion over them as well. So it mm-hmm. wasn't just uh, to- toiling; it was it was actually intellectual work too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Ecclesiastes verse nine and ten. Uh, 
chapter nine, verse 10, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might for there is no work or device or knowledge of wisdom in the grave where you're going. In other words, there's, there's no opportunity to work after you're dead. <laughs> so mm, work, work while the time is nigh. All right. Well, mm -hmm, it's upon mm -hmm. us. And then it, it ends with second Thessalonians three, eight through 10. I'm not going to read all this, but, but this is the apostle Paul speaking up saying, we were with you. We didn't rely on what you gave us. We worked and therefore we toiled with our own hands. So we wouldn't be a burden unto any of you. And mm -hmm. so we see that it's a blessing to be of work. Uh, it says, it asks this question, was the significant, was the significance of the fact that even before the interest of sin, Adam and certainly Eve too was given work. How might this explain as stated, as stated above, those who never had to work found their situation to be a curse. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think you could say this, that with work, right, Michael, I think we talk about this all the time. Our titles, uh, are not who we are, right? True. Uh, well, mm -hmm. they're part of who we are, but our first titles as children of God is what embodies us, right? And as we right. identify as children of God, then other things that we do, right? Whether you're a professor, pastor, NAD administrator, God calls you and he, he, help, uh, he actually utilizes you and your talents and your gifts to further his gospel. Now, whether you are a, a secretary whether you're a medical doctor, whether you're a nurse, whether you are uh, janitorial services, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Whatever mm -hmm. you do, find purpose in it and do it with everything that you have, and you will find joy in it. Uh, we're called to find joy in work. And if you're not finding joy in it, it's going to get into later, uh, then maybe you're in the wrong profession. And there's different things you can do about that. But work is a blessing. And it becomes a curse when it starts ruling our lives and it should never rule our lives. And so that's why Christ has to be the center of all of our work. Uh, and so with that being said, Michael, tell us about the earning years. Okay. Well, since <laughs> it's about stewardship, right? And yes, priorities as the, the younger you are, uh, that it talks about several verses here. First Timothy five, verse eight, Anyone who does not provide for the relatives, especially their own house, household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Ooh, infidel and other and other versions, right? The the whole idea is is that the younger you are, the more you have the ability to save and to be financially responsible and make financial right. decisions that will have a long term impact and be able to uh, constructively be able to multiply those kinds of efforts. But specifically, this passage is talking about. You know, as a, as a person, each of us has a responsibility to provide and, and not just be lazy and sit around, but to take care of oneself, to work hard. And, uh, and the other passages are along the same line. Proverbs 14, 23, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Colossians 3, 23 and 24, whatever you do, work it into all your heart as working for the Lord. Um, again, this whole thing of, of whatever you do, just invest passionately yes. in whatever you do. So that's, that, that's, you know, that's really important to, uh, to think about here. So um, that's, that's, you know, the earning years, uh, do the best you can while you have the opportunity to do it, uh, which means that not only should we work hard, but we should work with integrity, Buster. You know, you know Michael, I'm glad I have this portion. This morning, I sat down with a good friend, a good friend of yours as well, Pastor Michael Gibson. And as we're sitting there, you know, he's the newly appointed pastor at the 
at the King Church, uh, and he's doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And talking about working with integrity, part of that is not just about working for your employer. It's about working for God, but also working for your family, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what good does it do to accumulate so much wealth? And then at the end of your life, you don't get a chance to enjoy it with your family. I uh, just read an article on this very recently. Enjoy it with your family as you're planning for retirement. So there should be a portion mm -hmm. of your funds that's set aside uh, to have good times with them as well. Uh, whether that's in ministry or whether that's vacation, whatever it might be, even a staycation, right? Those things all, yeah, all matter. Sometimes we need those. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, and so this brings up a, a, an interesting story. It's, it's Genesis 39, two through five. And this is a story of Joseph. And basically it's saying that, and I'm pulling it up here, that he found favor, uh, that uh, Potiphar found favor with him. Everything that he was doing, the Egyptian, which is Potiphar, and it asks this question, though, it, it poses this question of what what do you imagine Joseph had been doing that caused his master to look so favorably upon him? And mm -hmm. it doesn't get into specifics, but what it does get into is that uh, I, I, I put it this way. Joseph had a Midas touch. Whatever he did, God blessed him, but he also mm -hmm. blessed those who are in the pathway of his blessings. And sure. uh, I think as the title of the lesson says on Wednesday, uh, Joseph worked with integrity. And so he showed up on time. He left on time. Uh, he worked hard and he did everything possible to make sure that his master looked good. Right. Mm. And, and I, some people will say, well, isn't that your job to make yourself look good? But if you're talking about community, you're talking about an employer, uh, they are employing you because they're, saying to a certain degree, we trust you. And yeah. with that trust also comes the trust of God. And so heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men. And so asking Lord, what is it of me that you would have me do, right? What do you want me to do? I think God right. would want us to work as diligently as possible while also mm. not working ourselves to an early grave. <laughs> and it's true. So, it's about balance. Yeah. It, and that's the word I was, I was, I was uh, really getting at Michael and all of this, whether it's earning income, whether it's uh, planning for retirement, uh, whether it's working for family, with family, it's all about balance and mm -hmm. making sure that the tipping point is always God because he's at the center. He's the fulcrum. And so with, with him at the center, he's going to make sure that we balance it out. Uh, mm -hmm. And so make sure we keep God in mind in everything that we do. So, Michael, part of that is, oh, go ahead. You're going to say something. No, that's good. I I, I, I like what you're just sharing. Um, and I, I was about to pivot anyways to Thursday's lesson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which was, was perfect. Seeking, God, seeking uh, godly, godly, godly counsel. Yeah, so back to kind of priorities. And I think part of it is, is making good decisions. But sometimes, Buster, it can get a little bit cloudy, foggy, Ooh. you know, and it's like, well, I, I'm not really sure what to do here. And, yeah. and you, you, your heart may be sincere and say, Hey, you know, um, and that's where I think it's good to uh, seek um, counsel from, you know, someone uh, with spiritual leadership uh, that, that, you know, you know, um, confidant, uh, whether that's a pastor or a, a church elder yeah. in your church or, or maybe someone else that you might know. Um, I know as a pastor that uh, sometimes I need to, you know, ask for advice from other pastors oh, and, that, and say, it's, it's some of the know? best advice I've received is someone 
or just called and that had wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just say, Hey, I need to, I need someone I can trust that I can talk to. This is a frustrating situation and I'm just not sure what to do. And I, I think this is a biblical principle. And this is what it talks about Proverbs three. Um, of course, starts out trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding. So I think part of that is just this idea of, of humility. Don't be always cocky that you have all the answers, right? Um, <laughs> all your ways submit to him and he'll make your path straight. And then here, do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord, shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. So in other words, um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to admit and say, Hey, I don't have all the answers that um, I, I, I don't have everything figured out. Cause I know Buster, I, I know I sure don't. Right. <laughs> so, and, and, and when I think I do, I have a great wife who corrects me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thankful for my wife too. I think, you know, that's, that's part of uh, marriage too is, yes, it is, is a healthy marriage at least is, is, uh, is being able to tell the other person say, Hey, um, you know, pay attention. This is, this is not right. And, 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 um, you know, I know you can do better and challenges. Uh, so, uh, my challenge for this week, Buster, um, especially came from my kids, but my family is Michael, you know, you can, you can cook more, <laughs> not, not just the spaghetti and mac and cheese, but you can, you can cook more. There so I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge myself. I can make a, a nice meal. So just today I made manicotti buster. I haven't made it in oh, years. Oh, Michael. I know. There you I'm go. Pulling out, I'm pulling out. It's Valentine's day. Yes, it so, is. There it is. <laughs> although I know people will be listening a few days later, but, but that's all right. Uh, that, that we can, I, I made, um, I, I made Asian okay, on okay. Valentine's day. See? Yeah. Oh, nice. It was nice. frozen, but you know, yeah, I, I warmed okay. it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> buster. You're killing me. But the good well, news is my wife didn't have to worry about it. There you go. Well, yeah. They didn't have to stress and, exactly. and uh, looking out for each other and sharing those responsibilities. But yeah, But yeah, I think, you know, coming back to the main point here that um, don't be afraid, especially when it comes to spiritual things, Uh, when it comes to our priorities of our life and everything else, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, Seek godly counsel. Yes, I I love it, Michael. And may we continue to do that. Uh, I had a former student of ours that reached out to me last Mm -hmm. week. He's like, I need your wisdom. I was like, well, then you're in trouble. I was like, how about this? We'll get together and we'll pray about it and we'll seek God's wisdom together. And he says, I like okay, that. We, we can do it. <laughs> can do it. Uh, yeah. I think we need to do more of that. Uh, come together on our knees and just pray and say, hey, even if we don't have like a brilliant answer and say, hey, yes. I care about you. Let's pray about it together. Let me, you know, I want you to know that um, whatever it is that's troubling you is that we can put that as a petition before our loving father in heaven. Yes. You know, I, I take it to heart. What I think it's verse seven says there, do not be wise in your own eyes. So it's important for us to remember that and remember the, the true wisdom comes from the Lord. And the beginning of that wisdom is, is fear of the Lord, right? All of yeah. him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because next week we have a special guest uh, that we've been trying to yes. get. And um, we should have that person on. Uh, one of my colleagues at the North American Division. So I won't give it away, but uh, if you're one of our regular listeners, I'm glad you listen and tune in. But uh, next week, uh, stay tuned because we'll have somebody, special guest joining us. So uh, anything else we should add, Buster? No, Michael, I think that we're good to go. That's it. Well, thanks for listening. This is uh, Sue. And Swoops. Signing, Signing out. out.
As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.